0: In, in for James Forward!
1: In! In the champion! James Forward! And a joy for champion Rogers! Inside the final
0: 10 minutes! What an effort from the 10th! It might just be enough to take them back to the promised land of the Football League! This is Buxton away from Backinson. this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in! It's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, whose double dip led to their World Cup!
2: Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to the This Is Tramia post-match podcast. Instant post-match reaction here at This Is Tramia on Twitter. I'm your host at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, joined by the illustrious podcast panel as ever, Mr Paul Harper at PaulHarper82 and Mr Jake K O at Jake H. Gentlemen, how are we?
0: Good, very good. Unexpectedly very good, as I made quite clear on the last podcast.
2: Yeah, we should point out as well, um, a 3-2 home victory to our whole pals, our old vegan pals from down south. Uh, Mark Cooper, of our, our best pals, their manager. Forrest Green, we disposed of them 3-2. We made hard work of it in the end, didn't we? To be perfectly honest, I thought, first, I thought the whole first half, to be honest, maybe first five or ten minutes, we looked a bit shaky. They got in behind us a couple of times. But then the rest of the first half, Vaughan misses a point-blank header. Lewis misses a point-blank header. And there was another chance as well. We, we should have had three or four first off, shouldn't we? And then second off, we missed. The only complaint today, as well, other than a couple of some poor defending at times when he puts on the pressure, we should have been out of sight in that game, shouldn't we? We should not have been hanging on like we did in those last five minutes, which was terrifying, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But it was a much improved performance. We threatened a hell of a lot more. We looked a much better side. Some great goals and. A much needed three points. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, um, I think, uh, and that
2: is the end of the podcast.
1: We'll be <laughs> back on Saturday. <laughs> no, I think, I think it was much needed, and I think it really shows why we've been so frustrated in the last few weeks. So that we can play some, you know, pretty, we played pretty well tonight, and the frustration is we can't seem to do it on a consistent basis it's very sort of hot and cold at the minute and tonight was good. Who knows what's going to happen on, on Saturday but yeah, really pleased. Um, three, three good goals. Um, Scotty, who's coming through a bit of criticism of late, um, really made some, some excellent saves when we we're under a bit of pressure second half. So yeah, all in all, I don't think anybody can p- complain about the performances of anyone tonight.
0: No, and as I said, from the other day, it's improved tenfold, and I, as you say, there, Paul. It's consistency. That's the only thing we are lacking. There are games where we look like dynamite, and we look like we're going to beat anyone. Like let's not forget Forest Green were full, a, a false. Um, you know the no mugs, and comparing stats to the other night, I haven't. I haven't looked at them. I didn't stay to take any pictures tonight. I was, I, I was a bit happier so and, um, <laughs> I went not staying to scrutinise every stat. But I, I'd imagine, I feel like I could probably name off the top of my head and I only watched the second half, I could name more than this, the six shots I think we had the other night. Um, and I think, we, we from what I could see, we had a lot more of the ball. Um, we were under the cost points, but I, I'd imagine we were better on possession stats, better on shooting stats, I think. I know I don't like to go on a that that's too much believe it or not. <laughs> but um, I think if we can somehow find a, a run of form where we can do this, instead of doing it over, a, with the a minute, a single game basis, maybe put four or five performances together in a row, I think Keith Hill could potentially win the fans back. I don't think he's yet on tonight's result, but I think that performance... If he can find that week in week out, we'll be all right and he'll be all right. But hopefully, that's a sign of things to come with what looks like Keith Hill building a new squad. By the way, with Ollie Ollie Banks departing.
2: Yeah, we should probably touch on that as well before we go fully into the full analysis of the game. Ollie Banks departing yesterday. Released. Obviously, it was a amicable deal. He probably wanted to go to play more. Um, we probably, it looks like, you know, wanted him off the wage bill. Jake, you may, you raised a good point about why you think he might have gone, didn't you, yesterday in the group? Yeah. If you want to elaborate on that for the pod.
0: Um, it, it, and do you know what? Re- weirdly, it comes to me straight away. I remember, do you remember, well, if you heard of Steve Beck, who works very close to the club.
2: Yeah, um, he's is he an agent? But Basically, any yeah. player we sign seems to go through him, doesn't it?
0: it? He's an agent, and he said on a podcast about five months ago that basically with... Sorry, not, not even five months ago. It was just before Christmas. But he I've seen the a,
2: clip. I've seen the clip, yeah. Trick, yep.
0: And he says that basically players now going into League 2. Uh, pretty much the hands of force to accept, say, a £500 contract. Because with COVID and the new wage cap it enforced on the league, the money's just not there for them anymore. And that, that got me thinking that Ollie Banks signed his new deal with us before this wage cap comes. into place. So obviously, COVID was still around. But I'd imagine Ollie Banks's new deal would have been probably similar to the money he was on the first time around, which you can imagine was, if if I had to guess, I'd say somewhere between a thousand and two thousand, probably closer to two thousand. And now in today's market, two thousand pound gets you three players, and in uncertain times with COVID, two thousand pound to spend on three players on what. We've already got a small squad, which is thin in areas. £2,000 could go a very long way. So I think we may find... I was expecting some news today, to be honest. Um, I was quite disappointed before kickoff when there wasn't any. But I wouldn't be shocked over the next week or week or two if we had... Sorry, I don't think it can be two weeks now, can it? What day are we on? But anyway, before the deadline day, I think we could get two or three impressive signings in, which may... (sighs) Take a bit of the pain away from people who are, who are sad to see Ollie go.
1: You're not one of them. <laughs>
0: uh, he had his moments. I've, I've I've got to give him that. He had his moments.
1: Well, I liked him. I liked him. I, I think he was think almost he was a ma- proper player. Could pass a ball, but yeah, I get what you mean in in terms of he was he was hit. this.
0: Someone, someone tweeted it last night, it and it did someone up to it, which made me made me sort of. Put me tail between my legs of uh, the way I used to describe him. That they were saying Northam being a luxury footballer and he wasn't hit and miss, but when he hit, he hit. And to be fair, I suppose I, I've got to give him that. That we, you know, with the the Forest Green playoff goal and the Peterborough goal and um, the the Peterborough assist with Norse the year before, I think it was the season before. Um, sorry, the Lincoln assist. Sorry, yes. Um, wh- like he did have. As much as I, I criticised him because I felt like he tried to do the Hollywood too much, he did have it in the locker every now and then to score an absolute spectacular goal that'll stay in your memory. Or, like, like you don't remember many assists. So, the fact no. that I remember his assist versus Lincoln tells you how good it was. I think so he does have that quality in the locker. It's just, a wish sometimes he, I, I wanted him to play it a bit more simpler than he, he probably wanted to play. I think the thing with Ollie Banks is
2: he's all, almost a microcosm of our form. Certainly in the when he came in first on loan, and him and Norburn were just an outstanding central midfield partnership, way too good for the conference. Like It was a joke that we had them to there. And then the, the League Two promotion season. And I think it was a case of when we played well, it was because like Ollie Banks played well when we played well and vice versa. If we weren't playing well and it was a bad game, it was not the game for him. But when we were on great runs, when we played good football, that was when you were like, fucking hell, he looks like a good player. And when we had that midfield, and you look at the midfield that went on that run where we had, it was him, Perkins and Jay Harris, wasn't it? And like Jay Harris and Perkins did all the running, all the work. And he almost had a free roll. Um, not, he wasn't directly behind those. And then you had Connor Jennings and Kieran Morris either side. And you look at the performances he put in at Wembley in the final, in the two legs against Forest Green. And he was a lovely footballer for me and I think he'll do well at Barrow but when we it was one of them if Oli Banks plays well that meant we played well and like you say he's the problem is at this level I think he's probably just not quite good enough for League One is he not quite good enough but on his day he looks just one of the best players in League Two and obviously you know, Hill doesn't fancy him or like the reasons Jake said if we move him out can we bring in two more players we definitely need a central midfielder. I see Barrow also signed Jamie Devitt today from Newport. And he was,
0: was one up I, up, I was when I seen that one.
2: Well, he was one that I said we should have gone for in the summer. I don't know what goes on. And I still think he would have been a good replacement, but you've got to hope i' you know, I'll hold me hands. to i trust Hill, Palios, Beck, that they must have someone in mind to come in. Because at the minute, if Lewis or Spearing are injured or suspended and Lewis is a walking fucking suspension, um, There's no one to go in in central midfield, is there? There isn't. So it's interesting times. It was a much improved performance. I will say there was a save Scott Davis made in the second half that was just unbelievable. I think you Mm. know the one I'm talking about where the ball was across the six-yard box and you go and it's a goal and he dives and makes the save. I will play devil's advocate and say I think he could have done better on the second. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh. And then the one right at the very end where the commentator said, what a save. He shouldn't spill that for me. That's just maybe overly critical. But <laughs> when when you're making a save like the one he makes at 2-0 that is as good as a goal, then, you know, he's got that in the bank if he makes you know, a shoddy mistake. I thought it was yeah good performance. I thought Otis Khan looks a revelation at right-back. He's still going to, you know, he got caught a couple of times and especially near the end, they were putting balls in. Um, and, you know, it's his second ever game playing right-back, so he's going to learn. But you saw he went an amazing run, didn't he, in the first half like took it all away and he put that great ball in for Vaughan where he's headed it straight at the keeper. It's just a case. We've scored three tonight. We should have had, you know, we should have been out of sight. It sh- we should not have been hanging on for the yeah, last so. three minutes of injury time. Like we were desperately, you know, which should have been out of sight. And it's just about being clinical and we were more clinical tonight, but we've got to be more clinical. It's, you know, and like you say, they were a good side Jake. If they'd have won tonight, they could have gone top. Like that's, how tight this league is. Just a quick one of the league table now after that win. We're in 11th. We're now four points off 7th.
0: Yeah, by the way, our game in hand, if we win our game in hand, we're three points behind them. And as you say, we're yep. 11th and they could have gone top tonight. That's how tight it is.
2: It's it's wide right open. You look at the form, right? Newport second. And in my head, they've, they're flying still. They haven't won a game in five games. They haven't won in five. Cheltenham in sixth haven't won in five. It's bonkers. The, like, the two teams below us, Walsall and Colchester, haven't won in five. It's It seems teams can go on a run. The most winning runs in this league at the minute is three, and that's a couple of teams who've done that. It's so wide open this year because of, I think, the the, the, the COVID situations and stuff like that. Um, we keep saying it every week, don't we? Like, if the squad we've got, if we can just get back to being consistent, like that great run we went under, doors and Parkey, then, you know, it's it's there. It's there for the taking, for us to be writing amongst it. And you just got to hope that we've turned the corners today. We can get a couple of enforcements in before... Is it the end of Jan, like normal, day, the window I presume. I believe so, yeah. Uh, maybe Paul Harper can do another humorous deadline day video. Oh, yeah, that'd be great, I'd yeah. uh,
0: Just a raise the spirits. will another GoFundMe to get Paul <laughs> deported. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: chuck into that, how much? What we saying?
0: Paul, how much, how much would you need to go and start a new life somewhere remote? Um twenty five pounds, I'll put it in your bank.
2: Yeah. We'll <laughs> throw twenty-five quid we can get Paul to move to Barrow
0: <laughs> That's very remote.
2: The cost of send them, we'll send oh, Paul
0: fa- to Stroud. That. That's very, very remote. Mm, L- yeah. Stroud's got a football ground and a little little estate, that's about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> top <of hell>. yeah. <laughs> oh top
0: of a very big hill.
2: <laughs> so like all in all you know, you can never argue with a 3 2 win, can you? It was just needlessly nervous for the last, like, two minutes of injury time. You've got to see them games out much better, and your game management has to be better and not let them. Because even when they got that, like, they didn't, they I, I genuinely don't think they deserved that. And at the game, we were the better side, we had the better chances, and it was just sloppiness by us that let them back in. I will say you had a good game tonight, and we've been all, and me especially, critical of them recently. Manny Month, Month, they looked. Back to his near best tonight. I still think he probably will leave the club in January, from you know what we're all hearing. But you know, you got George Ray, who's played well when he's done on Sid Nelson to come in there. So we're not short. Sure set her off. I think Ellis will probably leave as well. So it's it's going to be interesting, isn't it, to see what the squad looks like come the end of January.
0: We're we're What's in a up? real um, we're in a real situation with, especially I say with the lads, Mark Ellis, Manny Monte, who were on contracts. Before, um, before the wage cap come in, it it puts the club in a position, and Keith Hill, who obviously was under so much pressure, in a position where whether the fans like these players or not, the money they're on, and the money you can now get players for, Keith is. On, you see, you seen after the last game, he was on. He's under a lot of pressure, so he, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if like the whole bank things come about he would have had a meet on Monday morning with the chair and for, like <laughs> things had to change. And I'd imagine we haven't got much money to give them. So how can we change it? We can try and get players off the books, which could potentially free up a lot of money in today's market to get new players in on freeze. <laughs> um, and we won't be the only club doing that. So it, it, I imagine there'll be players available to get on freeze as well. But it, as I say, it's just if, it, if Keith Hill wants them and then whether we can get players out, but I would I'd say I, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see change, I say, where you thought Manny would go and Ollie already gone. Um, I do think change, a lot of changes will happen because I think Keith Hill will sort of feel like he needs them to happen at the minute, Joe, with, with the amount of pressure piling on him. Tonight, the result will take a bit of pressure off him, but then if we don't win at the weekend, I imagine it all piles straight back on.
2: I think you're spot on there, Jake. We're saying um, there's no, there is no money left. So what we've done is get rid of someone, and then the money that is now available was, you know, it was already taken. The only way to free up any money is what's already been budgeted for and spent in the budget. So, like you say now, we've got the wage that was allocated for Eddie Banks. Is now available whether that gets us one or two players, and then if Ellis goes and vice versa, if Manny goes and Blackett Taylor goes, you've got to think now. Looking at, I don't know what even happens with in terms of lone players being allowed to come down with you know with Covid, you know, would uh, because a lot of the times, you know, some if you get like young players, they might not train Paul, you know, you both wait with the. the players more when you're both at the club. But sometimes with lone players from Premier League clubs, they don't always train day in, day out with you, do they? I'm sure during this it would be a case of, you know, if we used to get a lone player in from a local club, they'd have to, you know, become part of the Tramia bubble. There'd be no going back, you know, for training with the major club. But yeah, you've yeah. got to think that there's got to be players out there. You saw with Danny Lloyd that I'm sure under normal circumstances – he wouldn't be on what he's on here, which is probably, what, 500 to 750 quid a week. Still good money, Joe, you know, in layman 's terms. Decent money, but there's a lot of footballers out there who are going to be thinking, you do not want to be... Like, if you're out of contract at the end of this season, normally it'd be a market, you know, for it's a player's market. You don't want to be out of contract at the end of the season because this is the worst possible time in in history of football. Maybe other than the ITV digital collapse era, like 20, um, 20 odd years ago to be trying to get a new contract because the money isn't there. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's a bad time. So even like Samanie Monty and Black Atailier were out of contract in the summer, unless you go and see, you know, a, a top, top championship club, but there's a huge hole at the minute. And without touching on the actual absolute disaster that's going on in below the conference, I don't know if you've kept up to date with that story where. The eleven million pounds they were promised the second lot of it as a grant, and they're now being told the government's saying no, no it's a loan, and all the clubs yeah, are I've seen it. all the clubs are going well we can't do with a loan, how are we going to pay it back? You told it, and it's just a whole muddy field that you know this this is just the start, like people are thinking, oh the fans will be back by August next season'll they be back to normal. We all thought you know. This season would be. We all thought by Christmas it would be back to normal. We all thought by September, by the start of the season, it would be back to normal. Mm. It's People need to wise up that, you know, the money in football is drying up, if not already dried up. The only place where there's still stupid money is the Premier League, and even that can't be sustained. It's for another podcast, that, isn't it? But just, you know, if we don't end up signing anyone, I wouldn't have any arguments, really. If It's a case of luck. I'd be shocked if all 24 clubs finish this season without, you know, some, at least one going, look, we are in major financial trouble because it's just, it can't go on, can it, as it is? Like South End seems to be getting a court order every week saying they're going to get wound up. So it's just interesting times, isn't it? But on the in plus side. In, in
1: terms of the January window, sorry, Matt. Go on. Um, at in recent times, I've always used that window to. Try and strengthen the squad and, and have it, a, he? you know, a solid second half of the season. Even yeah. on the Brabs, we had, you know, good, um, you know, second half of the season. So I think there will be, there will be changes and ins and outs. Um, as you said, it's got to be freeing up money and space in the squad for, to bring anybody in, but, um, they've always tried to do that in the past and no doubt they'll be, uh, they'll be trying to do that again.
2: I say get Paul Harper in on loan. That's my... Are you, un, you under contract at the minute,
1: Paul? I, I haven't played for over 12 months. So, I don't know if that's a wise move. Well, and tell I'm, you what... I'm 38. When we wrap this I'm up... older than Dave Perkins.
2: <laughs> when we well, wrap what, this up, get, get out and do a 10K. <laughs> and
0: then after your 10K, I'll drive to yours now. Because I tell you what, I haven't brought this up yet. And this is going to be my one negative point of the podcast.
2: Looking um, forward to this.
0: First goal, Paul. I'll drive to yours now. I'll stand at one end of the garden. I'll cross balls in, <laughs> and we'll have we'll have two. If you garden got like posts in between the fence, we'll make a little goal. Yeah, you just need to kick it away from the posts because for me, their first goal, the Elliot Whitehouse goal. I, I think I sent the message into you two. For me, yeah. we've got. I think I, I didn't stop to count it, but. I I felt like there was, from what I could see, five or six Samia players in the box here. The ball's come in, yet it's a good ball. It's in a dangerous area. But there's one, maybe two Forest Green shirts and five or six Samia shirts. And he's barely moved and just side-footed it home.
2: It's got to be cut out first, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, it doesn't. There's players in front of him, players behind him. And weirdly, I said the same about our goal with James Horn, to be fair. Cause James Horn was the same. James Horn was in the box, and there was four Forest Green defenders around him. He and was, and but goes. he was
2: in the so, six-yard box, wasn't he? So it was slightly different.
0: But I don't understand. I, it's Thanks. it's a and it's everything. I suppose you can watch any goal back and criticise it, but it's a bugbear of mine when the box is full and players are unmarked, and it's it, it's just like a taking responsibility thing, and it's something with like especially with Peter Clark, it's it's something and we had McNulty before that. We've never really struggled with having players take responsibility um, in that six-yard area. Sometimes you've had too many players dive at the same ball, but that first goal really did bother me because when you're watching on a slow replay, you're thinking, fuck me, Like there's just five white shirts there stood still. So, Paul, if you can kick a ball, uh, we'll cross some balls in. If you can get your toe on it and send it the other way, you're in. And I'm sure you want one too much. How much do you want?
1: Well,
2: Jake, I'm his agent. so We'll speak off air.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, you'll or, do we'll a good deal, me a deal. 45
0: forty-five pound a week, and we'll get the fans to rob some. Saying okay, that, those fans at the minute. When the fans are back in the ground, we'll get you some crispy creme donuts from a service station. Yeah,
2: minus my fee. That that leaves you with some crispy creme donuts every week, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you owe me I, a tenner. So yeah,
1: extra. I owe you two hundred quid. Yeah. Brilliant, Jake.
2: Jake, you got yourself a deal. <laughs> I'll, I'll ring Keith Hill and give him the good news. already done, mate. He's he's on this chat, don't you know? He just never speaks.
0: Rob <laughs> Rob McNeese on the Twitter is
2: <laughs> announcing it now. He's
0: editing he's editing the clip of Paul Harper stood outside the ground doing the deadline dating is it <laughs> Paul Harper announcing himself.
2: Yeah, spliced with the outtakes of the Ben Hollett recreation. Oh, God. Might have uh, to should we repost that for everyone. How many takes yeah. was it? Twelve.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> A long way to run up and down. I tell you, you
2: what, Paul. What I'm going to do? I'm going to rip just the footage of you off that, and I'm upload it to YouTube. And it's going to be. I'm going to call it, you know, like Paul Harper, 2021 Skills Highlights Goals HD 720p. I
1: yeah. want these.
0: Um... And put some
2: horrendous dubstep music over it. Yeah,
1: I I've got seen plenty of it. those. <laughs> I know,
0: anyway, never mind being underrated as the the media guy. Paul was underrated as a footballer at Tramia Rovers. Well. Wow. That was his goal was goal of the season, if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken. I think you are mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> the Ben Tollett one. Did that not get goal of the season that yeah? Well, well, ben Tollett's version did, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: yeah. I thought Ben Tollett recreated Paul's version. Oh, I, I must thought it must have got muddled <laughs> up in my memory. Yeah.
2: Paul's version was a parody of it, wasn't it?
0: Was it national? I, one? National is
1: the way round. It's a very bad, a very bad parody. Anyway,
2: Paul, do you want to do some tweets? We said we keep this on yeah, the half an hour, and it's yeah, not. It's been
1: good. Um, Just yeah, improve, aren't you? Yeah. Dave Stone says, "Turns out that Otis Khan is the Birkenhead Caffi." <laughs> um, Chloe Williams says, first time, um, Forest Green have conceded a two goals in a more than two goals in a league game this season." Interesting. Uh, the West Yorkshire SWA uh, great pod on Saturday, lads. Lots of good debate. Jake Keogh talks some good stuff.
0: Tell <laughs> you <laughs> what, who tweeted that? Yeah,
1: the West Yorkshire SWA. Right,
0: the West Yorkshire like, SIO group. Is uh, how many? Sorry,
1: uh, how many podcasts have we done this season, Matt? More
0: to and the how many times man. anybody
2: said
1: we talk sense?
2: More to the point, Paul. How many <laughs> cans of what? West Yorkshire? How many cans yeah. of the West Yorkshire SWA had tonight? <laughs>
1: And so
0: says, SWA. there's a sign JQ <laughs> something coming your way I don't know what I'm going to sign but it's coming your way
2: hang on a minute were Went you at Broadmoor for a stretch a few weeks ago it exactly all...
0: Matt so I don't have many things I don't have many possessions I can sign at the minute mm. but when I get one I'll sign it and you can have it I'm just yeah. get my life back on track
2: right Paul wrap this pod up I'm angry
1: <laughs> <laughs> they continue to say great win tonight up the fucking Rovers Prenton Park would have been buzzing oh yeah.
0: would, you know Forest yeah. Green yeah. wins the special wins aren't they yeah they would have been on tonight as well Ooh. that's sad that. that's made me sad thinking about <laughs> thinking about Preston Park full time tonight
1: right, Alex Mark says uh, sadly he missed the game tonight only games he's missed on iFellow this season are this one Carlisle, Oldham, and Bolton. Maybe I should stay away from my fellow full time. Who good was that? Alex. Alex Marks.
2: Oh, I mean, he's a good lad, but a, Alex. But he's I a gym. You know. Yeah, I think you know what to do on Saturday. We can't right. risk it for Bolton.
1: Yeah, Denise Hayes is worried about the state of the pitch. Any thoughts?
2: Yeah, it doesn't look great, so, does it? But it, you know, so. it do- doesn't look
1: considered bad.
0: Yeah, it, it feels like. Do you know when you buy like I don't know. In fact, I think we've done this at Tommy Paul. Do you know when you buy like a GoPro, let's say, off eBay, and the eBay item tells you <laughs> that you you're buying like this 4K. is just as this is just as good as the Premier League GoPros. Like this is a fucking great GoPro you're getting, but it didn't but cost as much as the Premier League GoPros. <laughs> this is what we've done with that pitch. We were sold a Premier League standard pitch and it's cut up in what 10 home games.
2: I think the problem is because we're not playing Premier League football on it, and the pitch is going, I'm going to minute. Why is all these slide (laughs) tackles and long balls getting launched? (laughs) Get me out of here. I'm going to start cutting (laughs) myself. I think it's right, it's not as bad as a lot of pitches. You look at Stevenage's pitch on Saturday, yeah. there's a lot, there is a lot of football getting played on it, not just those, obviously Liverpool women's, and we're playing more games in quick succession on it. There has been a lot of rain,
0: yeah, you know. And
2: traditionally, cool. like our ground, the way the stands are with the main stand and the cop, it blocks a lot of sunlight getting to certain parts, doesn't it? Um, I, I've been critical of the pitch. It, as long as you know, hopefully we're out with the worst of the winter, aren't we? Hopefully, now, and it normally starts to look better once the night, the, you know. We put the clocks forward or back, whatever it is, I don't know. Um, it's not great, is it, considering the amount we re- rumoured to spend on it? But, you know, we've made worse signings, haven't we, than this pitch?
1: Yeah, but at least it was, um, what was it, Indonesian money well spent rather than our own.
2: If they'd given me 750 grand, I'd have spent it on, you know, I could have made a house, house, seed even home base. <laughs>
1: It wouldn't have cost you that much to to reseed it. I've just done a good job, Paul. Yeah, I trust the you.
0: I've forgotten all about them Indonesians. Um, <laughs> they're co- them, <laughs> They've it's not forgotten you. A bike, a bicycle wear, uh-huh. isn't it? Um, what bicycles have gone massive during lockdown? During the summer, every Tom De Canali was out on his bike. Whatever money they invested in us, they've made back tenfold. Wait, what, what's so their I think business? I need to get back on the phone there. Is their business bikes? Yeah. I can't, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it's bike gear.
1: Are you sure? It is. <laughs> That's news to me. Anyway, right, back to the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: Matt, I'll send you a link in later. It's definitely bike gear, yeah. but I can't remember what it's called.
1: Paul, you crack on. Me and Jake and go and do an
2: investi- investigation. Yeah. Says, yeah, Paul, uh, we'll
1: don't mind silence me. for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Good sentinel says uh Thank Fuck. Simple as that. Uh, we're wishing you and the family well. Yeah. Especially young Nate. Um Rich uh, says, I think the system of encouraging wins uh, sorry, encouraging winbacks backs to stay wide with four defenders is a risk from whip balls into the box, which nearly cost us at the end. Benefit of the system is that it made our attacking less predictable, which paid off really well tonight. Uh Lord Hereford says, uh, we will win the league. Definitely a gross overreaction to tonight's win, <laughs> but uh playoffs at least though, he says. Um, so yeah, We're a bit more That's hopeful it. tonight. It's, it's a lot more positive. Yeah, it's mad what winning a game does, isn't it? Just one game. Uh, Obscure Tramia says, uh, great performance, would have been a travesty if we hadn't won. Uh, I know I've want to go on about the save Scotty made, but could easily have been 3-0 up at half-time. Uh, 3-3 flattered them. We control most of the game roll on Saturday.
0: Santini. That's the group. <laughs> and his sells cycling jerseys. And I'm going to wear Cycling shorts and cycling jersey every game when we can get back. <laughs> if we Jake. keep getting money.
2: Jake, how's that tattoo of Jake priest going?
1: No, Zoom. Zoomana, yeah.
2: Yeah, how's that Zoomana Bakayoko tattoo going that you
0: said you'd get if we got promoted? Matt, we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Adrian B says fantastic to watch tonight, despite the shambles at the end. Uh, great performance all over the pitch, but Scotty, Otis and Spearin stood out. Big improvement from McDonald and Lewis also. From three ran the hearts out, loved the intense pressing. Uh SD twenty-one says great performance first half, second half, they came at us as you'd expect much better show of grit and determination. Could have gone either way at the end, but superb keeping from Scotty crucial in the end.
2: I think Otis Khan is now my second favorite Otis of all time after that performance tonight.
1: On the first one? Otis the
2: Aardvark from CBBC. (laughs) All day.
1: Right, Mike1884 says, absolutely superb performance until we started deploying Tactics from the Necronim... Necronim... Wow. Oh! I, I
2: know you've been off... It's like getting late. i criticize you for having a drink. But, come on.
1: Anyway. um <laughs> going to bypass that one. Uh, Ch- Clive Chaloner. No relation... Um, great team performance with Scotty Manor match comes in for some stick but he made several outstanding saves tonight Denise Hayes says we'll go to bed happy with that result and a much better performance anything of concern was the pitch Uh, Zach Hayes uh, spirited performance looked like a response to Saturday's display Scott Davis with brilliant stops need to keep it up on Saturday uh, Alex White said, uh, Saturday's frustration is justified by performances like this. We know we can play quick, neat, aggressive football, but it needs to be consistent. Still 72 points on offer though. Uh, don't want to see us drop any of them without a fight. Uh, James Fenner says, Tramir are not good for his health. <laughs> Felt like a mini Great heart point. attack. Felt like a mini heart attack every time the ball went in the box. Can't disagree with you. This is jamming, isn't it? It isn't good for your health at all. Uh, Sorry, go on.
0: Speaking of heart attacks, obviously they scored, didn't they, like, late on? I couldn't tell you the exact minutes. But they scored, and I thought, thank God there's not long left. They've scored, but all right. And then next thing, the ball's bouncing around the box all over again. And uh, <laughs> being a Tramier fan, you do, don't you? The, the ball's bounce around the box, and I'm thinking, oh, my fucking God, I can't believe we've done this. I can't believe... Before it even hits the back of the net, you're thinking, I can't believe we've dropped points here after being yeah. 3 won up in the 90th minute. Well, there was and one. <laughs> somehow we held on. In un, untypical Tramier fashion, we held on. Well,
2: after they scored their first... So the first goes in, their fella runs back to the halfway line. It shows the replay. So, presumably, sack again. yeah, we kick off and the replay comes down and their fellow's in behind on the right. And I'm thinking, like, what have we done off the kickoff? It was the same I on they, they scored. They scored the second and we kick it up and it goes out for a. goes to their keeper. Their keeper boots it. I don't know where our defenders is, but they were in behind off their keeper kicking it up, weren't they, in injury time? Like, I'm sat there. And by the way, Nick Roberts watching the game with me farted repeatedly throughout the game. The worst, stinkiest fart I've ever smelt in my life. So already I was like, you know, not in a good way through the smell of shit out of his asshole. And then just that, la- that last five minutes, honestly, we just, it was so bizarre, wasn't it? We just fell apart every cross that went in. Like you say, Jake, it was like, well, this is a goal every single cross and we went I just shouting at the telly stop the cross stop the cross and I've always been, like been one of them people I'm just constantly saying just stop the cross you should be working so hard to stop that cross coming in and, uh, but you know what we got out we did it and we thoroughly deserved the win sorry Paul um, me and Jay keep interrupting your tweet readout don't we
1: no no not at all That's what uh, do. Paul G says decent performance from both fullbacks uh, McDonald was man of the match for him Uh, Ron Cornelin, it works under 11s. Um, says his wife, who's not a football fan, said, why has the goalkeeper been booked for time wasting your two goals ahead? She understands, she understood by the (laughs) end of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. Well. Uh, Martin over says much better performance overall. Should be, should have been out of sight by half time. Squeaky bum time at the end, but great save from Scotty. Thought Khan did really well. Cooper ranting at the end to the refs and the team. You'll love to see it. <laughs> Take that, you carrot munchers. The <laughs> ends. Um, Rob Pattinson says really enjoyable game. Good performance. Uh, wonder save from Scotty at times two. Again, demonstrates the quality of the squad. Um, which makes it all the more confusing why we're for so frustratingly inconsistent. Yeah, point we've uh, we've already echoed. Uh, Steve Savage says miles better than Saturday, but staring at a bucket of beige paint would have been better than Saturday. Uh, it's hard to believe it's the same team that played both games. Have to build on it now. Make sure it's not like uh, not a one-off like Bolton away a few weeks ago. Callum Dyer says every player looked like they gave their all. No complaints. Tom Gill, excellent attacking performance first half, could scored more and we had moments second half too. Great football for our second goal. Disappointing we were so dominant and yet still ended up lucky to secure the win with some of the chances that uh, FGR wasted. Uh, James M- uh, McLaughlin. Players got forward in numbers and we looked to different teams to be successful. We've got to let the hand break off. Interesting point. Ken Woodhall says, better performance, let's start a winning run. Fingers crossed we can do that. Southern SWA says, few, much better today. Energy, pace and desire, shots galore. We must play like that more consistently and that's the... The point that everybody seems to be trying to ram home is that we've got to be more consistent. Dave Holmes says it was a strong performance, shaky moments, but uh, they've been on good form. Knew they wouldn't roll over when we went uh, we too up. I have to wonder if this had been, uh, in some part, a reaction to the backlash from the fans <laughs> after Saturday, potentially. It's often the um,
0: way, isn't it? Um, and obviously... Players now. We've said a few times, with especially with managers being under pressure. I think when managers become under pressure, a good dressing room will take on that responsibility of knowing that, you know, my performance as my maybe not wanting to track that ten yard run or make that ten yard run forward could be about to lose a man with a family, a job, and things like that. I think any person with any sort of conscience you'd hope will do their best to improve things so hopefully the pressure and the outroar from the fans the other day will have been made clear to the players and clear to everyone everyone involved at the club that look we should be doing a lot better and hopefully this is a sign of things to come, Touchwood.
1: Yeah hopefully they know they, they can do better as well You know, deep down they know but their performance uh, you know as individuals it's gotta be it's gotta be better. Um uh, back to the tweets. Kev Heller says really glad we won over the ninety. We deserved it. Uh looked desperate to throw it away at the end though. Uh but thankfully Scotty saved our asses. Um, and yeah that's about it uh, Classic Tramia says it was a really enjoyable game, Pole opposite from Saturday, uh, some decent saves by Scotty, especially one at the end, bring on Bolton happy days uh, last one Tramia Trish, uh, brilliant win, excellent first half performance goal just after half time is absolutely key very nervy at T one Thank God for Feeney, but was terrified at three two. Not going to lie, uh, we have to owe it to Scott Davis for outstanding saves tonight. That save. So, there's all the tweets for you.
2: Yeah, that that, that save he made really is just it's it's unbelievable. Like, isn't it? It's it's good as a goal. I I was already angry that we'd conceded. <laughs> like it was one of them. Just in, and I grabbed Nick's let like, me Nick's arm after. I was just like. What happened? And then they nearly scored again. he made another save? Like like a second after that fellow fired at him with his left peg from the edge of the box. Yeah. Um, it's one of them. Like we're critical of players and certain players. He's always seems to be. He's a goalkeeper, so it comes with the territory. on done it. But as a fan base, we always seem to get on. You know, I'm as guilty of it as as anyone. So you've got to give credit where it's due when they perform and. You know he's not a bad keeper. He's been with us through thick and thin on this journey ever since we got relegated. And there's not many left. Neil Banks, he's gone. You look at that. You know, you think of the old boys. There's him and Ride, isn't it? Left are the only two I can think of. Certainly from our the first season down here.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, And yeah, it's no one. Even like the people who hate Scotty Davis, no one wants him to do badly no one as bad as some people are on twitter and, and all football club twitters can be a toxic place the celtic one at the minute is a joy <laughs> with just like bizarre things going on but um you know we we all want us to win and you know it's it's a mad place isn't it and especially i think with football being on now and not there's nothing else you know we can't go out there's nothing we can do so there's a lot more not riding on it but there's a lot more focus on us because it's the probably the one thing that We enjoy in the week that isn't, you know, work related or just, you know, is sitting down on a Saturday or a Tuesday night and watching your team play. And it was great, it was mad. We've all spoke, we spoke at length. I mean, a lot of people in the last few days have, have, on Twitter have been about saying they just don't feel that, you know, affiliation with the club and feel a bit off with football in general. And it's mad to say, you know, but a win makes you feel just a little bit better done it. And like you see how happy everyone is tonight. And it comes across in the tweets, it comes across in Twitter. It's such a more positive place. And the, we always say the PSA, don't let Tramier ruin your weekend. Or, don't let us ruin it. But it does make a difference, doesn't it? When not just you win, but it wasn't like that was a great performance, was it? It was just, it's what you expect. And it shows that if we just, everyone 1 to 11 puts in the effort, you don't have to all play 10 out of 10. You don't need everyone to play amazing. Just all you want is the effort from, the first minute to the last minute. And with the squad we've got, that should normally be enough to get us a result, like we did tonight, without playing amazing. It was just a good, solid performance, and we should have been out of sight. Can't stress that enough. On Saturday, can we please just win 3-0 again, like we did away in December, so I don't have to be (laughs) shitting myself for the final five minutes?
0: I think the squad we've got is, is the problem with the fans at the minute, which is, you know... I've seen Les Parry go, I think it was 26 games without a win, and I didn't go a GoFundMe for Les Parry to pay out his contract. We've, the squad are a victim of their own ability that we are very good with what we've got. Like, on paper, we are fantastic, and we are. So it's almost a compliment to the squad that when we don't get results, it's only because we know how good... and to, Maybe not games like tonight, but for games like the Bolton game, let's say, and games like in the run with Dawes, we know how good this team can be. And it's that way it's coming back to that word consistency that when you can be as good as we are, have been, you you can't then just drop off and drop silly points in and drop silly points there. Which are unexplainable after you've won three nil against Bolton who are very good on paper it's it's just finding that hopefully now as I, said, I don't think this squad have come under the scrutiny, come under the last few days until now, so hopefully now the the sort of, the of message has been drilled home and the ability can shine through to, from now to the end of the season because as we spoke about earlier with the table being so tight this is far, if if and it feels like a big if over the last few weeks. But if we can put back to back wins together, back to back to back wins, let's see how we get on. Um, we're not we're not miles away. We're certainly not miles away. And um, the positive side of me, which I always I always like to try and be glass half full. Playoffs is one thousand percent still in the picture yeah. if we get our act together tonight. And um, who says who says stop a playoffs? There's a lot of points to be dropped by the teams above us, and I think we've probably still got to play all of them. So let's just see how we get on, and hopefully, if we have had the rocket, which I think every fan will be going to bed tonight, hoping we've had, then it could be the only way up for time here from now. Do
2: you know what Ronnie Moore would say, Jake, if you asked him? We're not a million miles away. That was one of his Ronnieisms, wasn't it? We're not a million well, miles away.
0: However, when you said his Ronnieisms, I instantly got shot back to one of Brab's isms, a, Bra- a Brabism of don't get too high on highs, don't get too low on the lows. So I'm trying my best not to get carried away tonight going into
1: Bolton. Mm. Wasn't that? Wasn't that a down? That was a Mickeyism. Yeah, Mickey Mellon said that a lot.
0: Brab said it a lot too. To be fair, so maybe it was yeah. it's it's a Tramierism because <laughs> tramier man, anyone who manages Tramier knows. Don't get too high on the highs because next week we're going to get beat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that.
0: No, we won't. We'll beat Bolton. We'll beat whoever we're playing after that. 12-game in... Do you know what I actually said? it joking before we went on that. I think it was nine-game winning run last time we were in League 2. So I'm going to throw it out there again. Starting tonight, this was number one, nine-game winning run. And hopefully I can fluke another correct prediction here.
2: Well, Jake... We've got Bolton on Saturday at home, then a e- week tonight, easy. Tuesday, Harrogate Town at home. Yeah, good, good. And then the following Saturday, uh, 30th of Jam, we go to Morecambe.
0: There's 12 points. <laughs> we, only need, we only need to get another 15 after that, and Mystic Jake is back.
2: Do you want? what? I, I bloody love Mystic Jake.
0: Do you know what? A lot of the things I stick my neck out on the line on this pod and say... I do get right, and I don't know how because I say a lot of shite. And <laughs> some, somehow, God, coming it. through. when want to say on here, so hopefully, how many games do I say nine? Here comes twenty-seven points, and then we'll see where we are.
2: <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> can you just predict that I'll win the lottery tomorrow? Maybe <laughs> Wednesday.
0: The, the lottery's on. Yeah. Well, I, can give, I can try and predict twenty-seven points for you. I don't know where. What I'll be driving license, please? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Twenty-seven million would do me.
0: What's in it for me?
2: I'll tell you what, what. I'll give Paul his arm, and it's all yours. I'll give you a million. I'll give Paul half 120 quid. <laughs> and,
0: a hundred and twenty quid. I'll take and, the
2: donuts, and I'll cover his broadband for the rest of his life. How about that? Win, <laughs> win.
1: Weird, weird.
0: Paul, bad That's
1: not. Bad nope. deal, bro, that's not bro, it's not to it, be fair. <laughs> you make sure you
0: use a lot of it, you could get some good money
2: here. What <laughs> is it bandwidth, mate, for life? Can I, yeah. Do you know what, though? But you'll have to go through uh, Stephen Beck to get your deal because I do all my business through him.
0: Okay, I got, right. i got, I
2: got, I got no we've chance. We've got yet. a
0: minute 10 to keep it below 50, which is 20 minutes above our limit.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> me.
1: What a shambles.
0: <laughs> so I think should, we should, should try our best. Yeah. We've got 57 seconds.
1: Right, we should say thank you to everyone who tweeted uh, yeah and get in touch. Obviously a big thank you to the official supporters club for their ongoing support for the pod um covering our running costs, SoundCloud and stuff. Um so yeah. Uh yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh we'll be back on uh, back on Saturday. To
0: celebrate the second win of the nine game win streak.
2: <laughs> Mystic Jake is back at this is Tram Me on Twitter. Get in touch if you're enjoying it as well. If you're on Apple Podcasts on your iPhone Uh, Please leave us a 5 star rating and a review That really helps our algorithms and stuff like that Give us a follow A playlist thing on Spotify Through the playlist on your Spotify app or on your computer And just give us a tweet at This is Tramia At Matt Hibbert on Twitter as well At Paul Harper82 At Jake Keogh We'll see you on Saturday around 6pm After a game against Bolton Wanky Wanderers (laughs) Up the fucking time See you Saturday